You're not going to believe where I am right now. Where are you? I'm in a I'm in a gay bar trying to find other series finale fans. <laughs> Give me an F. F. Give me an O. O. Give me an L. L. Give me an X. X. Give me an X. X. Give me an X. X. What does that spell? Folks. Triple X, baby. And if you're listening to this, you're one of our folks. Yes. That is what this is about. It's about reconnecting with our folks, our favorite folks, our fan folks, our series fanatics. <laughs> so this is series finale of the podcast, folks. Yeah, the only podcast where three Boston comedians currently record in an, uh, a hotel room in Connecticut. <laughs> yes, to discuss the final episode of a show they've never even seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. I'm John Paul. And we're here, and we're having gay sex in a hotel <laughs> right by <laughs> my bachelor party. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, you know, after all these years. Jack still hasn't learned. It's just called sex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing gay about it. Just a couple boys being pals. And, um, you know, I made a post recently. If you're a series finale fan, you might have been on our Facebook group about how, you know, the boys are taking the extended time, some extended time off. This is the final episode of series finale. I'm going to prison. <laughs> And we can't afford the phone <laughs> bill to record it over the phone. John Paul's going to uh, the, the woman's prison that we. <laughs> we it's went a little bit like the Spike Lee movie, The Twenty Fifth Hour. So I have like a little bit of time before I go away for ex- for extended stay. Also, if John Paul recorded this in the Gen Pop section of a prison, <laughs> it would still be better sound quality than the time he recorded Windows Open outside of Route Three A. That was uh, the episode from Patreon, City on a Hill, with Kevin Bacon. That's a gr- that was a decent show. Kevin yeah. Bacon, rest in peace. Is he dead? No, he's not dead. He's um could he's be. His no. career is. By the time this comes out, could be. Yeah. Alec Baldwin possibly could have shot him <laughs> to death on a movie set. I did want to talk about that. <laughs> you know the director, Alec Baldwin, that's a hate crime. What? <laughs> okay. The director was Portuguese. <laughs> oh my god. This is a huge deal. This is a giant deal that Alec Baldwin won. The, that the Baldwin family is at war with the Iberian American community. His <laughs> wife pretends to be Spanish. Then Alec goes across the border and shoots the only working Portuguese <laughs> in man. In fairness, Hollywood. though, you guys see him as a criminal. We might see him as a hero because it's possible that that Portuguese director was maybe getting handsy with somebody. You know, the way <laughs> Spacey did. You know, Spacey, famous Portuguese American. Spacey's not Portuguese, but um, just in spirit, which yeah. means rapey. <laughs> <laughs> It just—it's not right, <laughs> what 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 you guys have done to the image of Portuguese Americans Hollywood, and it's not right what Baldwin did, you know. Well, I mean, it was an accident. It seems like. Yes, it was an accident. It does end Baldwin's tenure as a Trump impersonator, though. 
<laughs> Alec Baldwin. He tries to make fun of me. I think he's a Republican. He's a Republican. He shot a guy in the face like Dick Cheney did. Sounds like a Republican. I believe it was a woman that he killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it is sad. I don't even Dick know. Dick Cheney's you know. friend was wearing a dress. Yes. It was a lot like this Groton uh, experience. No, no. Uh, it's very, very sad. It's a sad, sad Thoughts situation. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, Thoughts and, and prayers. prayers. But I'm excited to see the that we director's cut of Rust. Wait, you know what we should actually do on there? We should uh, we should throw out one uh, final redacted disavow. 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 Disavow Alec Baldwin. Don't shoot your coworkers. Yeah, well, but again, it it's was not. You know. He didn't. I don't think. He, we'll see. We'll we'll see when the we'll see. It's a, it's a union <laughs> it's, issue because there was safety story. problems on set. Yeah. And we know our brothers over at the IAT, IATSE. Yeah, they're like behind the film people. Oh, okay, they were s- they were considering striking. Oh, really? They don't get treated right. They don't get to sleep. You think the cinematographer was a scab? <laughs> no, but I think that the prop gun guy maybe wasn't as well rested as he should have been. <laughs> Could be that. Could be that. Well, maybe Alec was drinking. I don't want to speculate. Oh, <laughs> no. we're gonna blame it on the devil's juice. <laughs> uh, uh, let's just say if somebody dies, uh, alcohol had something Usually to do with it. Usually has something to do with it. <laughs> No sober man has ever died. <laughs> yeah, if it was if it was like a Friday on set, it could have been like kind of loose and casual. Have a couple like in the afternoon, you know, like yes. like like they do in Spain, where Alec Baldwin's wife is from. You know, <laughs> what's going on with Hilaria? I mean, she's probably consoling her husband right now. Right, I imagine. I, yeah. Hopefully, okay, hopefully honey. from be- hopefully from behind some kind of uh, flak jacket door or something. <laughs> It's okay. You're going to be all right, baby girl. <laughs> he should have worn a sombrero. <laughs> it would have. So, yeah, rest in peace to anybody who got killed by Alec Baldwin. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like Alec Baldwin shot the podcast. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Because the podcast is, uh, this is, I'm still, you know, reeling that this is, this is probably the final episode of series finale. It's going to be sad. It is sad. when we're not doing the podcast more. I mean, like we haven't been doing for several months right. now. A few months. The good thing about it, though, is that everything, even if you know it ends, the the our voices live on in perpetuity, and everything we've said will age <laughs> very well. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do not plan on. Um, I plan on re-upping the pod bean every year for the next 35 years. (laughs) (laughs) Just so when Zach finally gets a chance, it immediately gets I've already sent it all to Seth Simon, (laughs) the the comedy journalist. (laughs) No, it is sad because it has been such a fun podcast. It really has been. I think it's the, I think it's the, I feel like comedically, it's, I feel like it's the best thing I've ever been a part of. And I think that's because you guys are just so funny and wonderful people. We do have fun. Yeah, I mean, I I feel very similar. It's like, I just am really proud of this podcast, and I I'm, you know, very grateful for all the time I got to spend with you two. And yeah, um, I agree. You know, it was we had some great times, and yeah. I feel like you guys are so creative and funny, and so you constantly push me to be at my best when I would talk about, you know, various fictional characters having gay sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> We keep re- we've kept Ricky Ray Rector's name alive. Yeah, we did. We I mean, in fairness to us, we have called. We're the Simpsons of podcasts. We have predicted the future in a lot of ways. Yeah, almost always we were ahead of the game with Sopranos revival. Mm. Yes, we were wrong about billions. 
<laughs> right, <laughs> we were wrong about the, we were right about the pandemic. We were right about the pandemic. We, we called the pandemic. We did audio memes before anyone else. Yeah, yep. and we 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 called out uh, Jimmy Kimmel. We did. We called yep. out Jimmy Kimmel. You were ahead of that. Yeah. By the Latinx. By the <laughs> way, I saw someone on when it, when someone posted about the Jimmy Kimmel thing. I saw someone on the internet, Reddit specifically. They said. Like, we should stop saying what Jimmy Kimmel did was blackface because blackface was a terrible thing. And to say what Jimmy Kimmel did is blackface is it's minis- it's min- it's um, minimalizing actual blackface, which seems so semantic because they said it's like blackface is because they were really taking a task because they were like, he's not doing blackface. He was just wearing dark makeup, impersonating a black person, and <laughs> acting stupid. That's not blackface. Because they said he didn't have the white ring around his mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, How it, funny is that? One of the reasons doing the podcast has been such a pleasure is because so the people who listen, it's a small group, but it's a very funny crew. And some of the creativeness that we've seen some of our listeners has been a real pleasure. And in, including one of our favorites is a, a guy named Matt Kona. Hilarious know. comedian. Yes. And father now. And yeah. Bruce Springsteen fan. And if you're an original OG listener, we used to do a reverse call-out section of the podcast. Yeah, they would just, yes. So that we're going to try that right now. Matt, we just wanted to say we really appreciate everything you did for the podcast in our three-year run. And uh, you're a great friend, and we appreciate you. Yes, Matt. Yeah, well, we love you, Matt. You're a hilarious comedian and a wonderful friend. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate that when we had our live shows, you made so many jokes about the Israel-Palestine <laughs> conflict to open up the show. Wow. I mean, I uh, my only regret is that... Uh, we 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 didn't alienate more people at live shows with me opening up for you talking about uh, female circumcision. And, uh, well, although it should be called female circumcision. I mean, I, I those were those were different times. I was less woke now. But, uh, you guys have educated me, so thank you for all your podcast contents. You know, no. and Jack, thank you for. Uh, Allowing me to win a Patreon contest for a free one month membership and then never changing the password. So, uh, very selfless of you. So, so, so Jack, uh, Jack, you can pay John Paul and Zach what uh, the percentage they would have earned if I was a paying subscriber. You'll be hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> Burn choice, though? He's got a lot of time on his hands these days. <laughs> Star client's dead. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much, Matt. We hope you have a great night. All right, I'm going through a tunnel. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, Matt. So that was a reverse call. That was a scheduled reverse call. Now the original uh, theory was unscheduled reverse call. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking we might owe a call to a Mr. Chris uh, Punk Rock if there if 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 we could get him on the horn. Oh, uh, let's see what we can do. Here. Yeah. This is why the original episodes are so great. Yeah. <laughs> and what's, We well, should yeah. go back to the original format, and you guys can just bring on a local open <laughs> micer and talk to them about the process. <laughs> the best format is the uh, dead air of, uh, <laughs> of a ringtone. Pick up the fucking phone. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Be professional. Uh, What's he doing? Someone's getting head. 
That's the only thing it can be. Someone's getting ahead. Listening to the. Hello. Hey. Thanks for calling in the series finale podcast. Uh, we appreciate you. You were calling number ten, and uh, you know we really thank you for calling. Can, can you turn your radio oh, yeah, down? Turn your radio yeah, down. Uh, turn. Long time. Turn your radio down. You're not gonna believe where I am right now. Where are you? I'm in a I'm in a gay bar trying to find other series finale fans. <laughs> Hence the Lady Gaga wearing. <laughs> oh, is that the Minneapolis Airport men's restroom? <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking loud in here. One second. <laughs> You can put that on the Google review for the bar. <laughs> so loud, you'll forget your sexual orientation and just have a good time. Is this it? Are you guys recording the finale finale right now? This, this is, is it. This, this is the FF. Yeah, and we wanted oh, to make sure we got, Chris, we got Chris on here. Chris is the uh, one of the co-hosts of the wonderful Punks on the Net podcast, which I have listened to every single episode that he hosts with his friend Doug. Doug That's one time, true. Doug t- one time confru- confused Nostradamus with Nosferatu, and it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, Chris, we're just calling some. We're doing a reverse call out for some of our uh, loyal fans out there, and we just want to say thank you for being such an avid listener and a fan of the pod. Oh, thank you for making the podcast. Okay, that's it. No, I have a musical tribute. <laughs> As we go on, we remember all the times we had together. Wow. Oh, that was good. What was that? Hey, what was her name? Ice-T? Uh, yep, Ice-T. Yeah, that was Ice-T. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, that was a body count album. <laughs> He's, uh, he recorded that right before he did some of his episodes of uh, his episodes of that cop show. What the fuck is a cop? Law and Order. Law and Order. That, I'm an idiot. Uh, well, thank you so much, Chris. Um, now that we're freelance podcasters, you know we'd love to all do uh, punks on the net. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, all on the same know. episode, and if you only have three uh, mics, we'll we'll, we'll do it. Wow. Big time. Jeez. Well, some yeah. well one of us has a podcast yeah. that's not ending. So, <laughs> right. Well, I'd like to. Yeah, that would be fun. I, I've listened to a lot of punk rock now. I like Fiddler. I like the Ramones, and um, you know, come on, that's cool. Hell yeah, brother! Now go get crazy for Lady Gaga, you queer bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna suck some dick in your honor. <laughs> <laughs> Make us proud. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, buddy. Bye, Chris. Uh, see? Nice. It's Art. about community. It's about community. We yeah. had a nice community. Facebook groups. That's one of my favorite Super Bowl commercials after the Budweiser Clydesdale horses. <laughs> and uh, our Facebook group is excellent. Our Facebook group was yeah. kind. Our Facebook group is great. The podcast, I think we made a good, I think we made a good show. There's mm. a lot of podcasts. You'll see a lot of people... In the community, they'll start a podcast and, you know. It sucks ass, (laughs) you know, including our original podcast. Yeah, we had a great theme, though. You know, we never really talked about comedy or TV oftentimes. (laughs) Uh, We were never, ever, you know, we we didn't we never believed in the words too soon. 
Mm. If there was a tragedy, personal, professional, national, international, yeah. we'd bring it up immediately. immediately yeah. Yeah. Disrespectfully. Some, sometimes with like sort of an OCD mentality. <laughs> like we couldn't, like it would bother us to not bring it up. <laughs> and it's tough to do this podcast in America where mass shootings happen almost every time we would record. <laughs> And we were we should have avoided it. And, yeah. Uh, you know. And a lot like, uh, you know, so this is my favorite halftime show ever was the 2001 September 11th U2 right. Super yeah. Bowl. Right. Brady's first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, you know, when U2's playing, all the names of the dead people mm-hmm. from that, that tragedy come down. We actually have a screen behind us that is just names of different terrorists, like Cle- oh, that's Khalid Sheikh Mohammed up there, and, uh, uh, <laughs> that have made their way out of the podcast. Omar Mateen. Oh, uh, dude, that Omar. If you go back to some of the first three episodes, you bring up Omar Mateen a lot. <laughs> He's and a legend. Yeah, the, well, that one didn't sit right with me. <laughs> Maybe it did at the time, but now it bothers me. I I hate Omar Mateen. Yeah, well, he was Pulse, right? He was Pulse. That he was, was pulse. a bad word. Chris. Watch out. You know what? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna shoot a bunch of people, like, don't target the gays. <laughs> right. That guy, like we, like the country music guy. He was our favorite. Cause Stephen Paddock. No, no, we didn't like Stephen Paddock. <laughs> Stephen Paddock targeted Fenway. What? He scouted out Fenway. But really? Was, he was scared that somebody blue collar would have came after him. Yeah, he, he heard d- Big Poppy yelling, This is our fucking city. Yeah, dude. If he had <laughs> if he had pulled that shit at Fenway, Big Poppy would have whipped a bat at a Mookie Betts would have run up there and tackled <laughs> him around the legs while fucking Dustin Pedroia hit him with mm. rights and lefts, dude. No, he actually did try, but he got stuck in traffic on Route ninety three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, he took the he took the uh, the red line and he ended up on a shuttle bus. So he, he got <laughs> st- stuck outside of Braintree. <laughs> well, there you know, Jokar. We loved Jokar we for didn't a while. You know, well, uh, when I say I'm, love. Ja- I'm with Jack on this one a little bit because we had such a personal connection <laughs> because series finale fanatic Orish Teal. Uh, wrestled, wrestled, his ass. wrestled, yeah. wrestled him and he lost. He failed to stop him, but he did. He wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. He did fail to stop him. And Jokar, like, you know, okay, he's a bad guy, but he did kill another terrorist. His brother. <laughs> he ran his brother over and killed him, so. That is a good point. He's killed more terrorists than I have. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Dude, you should have been his lawyer. <laughs> How many terrorists have you killed, Your Honor? <laughs> uh, so, you know, we've we've managed to be a little irreverent on the pod. Yeah. But we we keep it classy almost every time. I think a lot of people can see to our core, you know. Yeah, I think that's why people listen mm. for moral guidance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're hoping that um, you know we we yeah we just have had a we're, lot of fun. Yeah, so. where do you guys see now that the podcast is coming to a close? It's mm-hmm. been a great time, some of the best times I've ever had. Where yeah. do you guys see yourself in a couple of years, maybe without the podcast? I'm going to be rebooting the pod with a gay black woman and a Gen <laughs> X uh, TikToker. <laughs> wow, a Gen X TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> what is Gen X? Gen X is Gen like, is like my parents. <laughs> Gen X is like people that are born like between like 1950 <laughs> and 1975. <laughs> yeah, I love Gen X. I love TikTok moms. So, so it'll be you and like dog face oh no remember dog face is only 34 oh yeah. <laughs> he just looks horrible <laughs> uh, yeah 
No, uh, what about you, John Paul? No, me? Uh, onward and upward. You know, I'm already in talks with a lot of different podcasts uh, about, you know, Compound media. Yeah. Gas Digital. Anthony Cumia. Cumia Network. Um, <laughs> uh, Stormfront.org. <laughs> What all if the you, all the big all the big ones. What if you just did it? Because that is probably the only way to really get rolling is just pick a side and go hog on it. And do you think that you could? If no, you, you could uh, buy in. I'm do it. too much of. I'm way too much of a libtard. <laughs> yeah, but it could be fun to hear you just be like, oh, oh, Joe Biden. That looks like dementia. It really does. Yeah. Oh, no, I it w- I couldn't do it. I'm no. too. I'm my heart's on my sleeve. Yeah, and it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what do you see yourself doing? Well, you have to move on to new challenges, right? And so, having conquered um, a fake Boston accent, I hope to become a New York City firefighter and pass as a Staten Island native. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have dreams, and uh, yeah. you know, follow our follow our our. our can we come? Can we come back and do one more podcast when Billions finally ends? I mean, when yeah. we're when we're doing seven, when we're seventy, we'll be bringing this baby we'll back. We'll be on podcasting tour. in yeah. the nursing home. We're gonna be like, it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna be a cult classic. John Paul, <laughs> have you followed in on the? So w- you picture us as being kind of like a Family Guy, like we did get canceled. We got canceled, but then you know we get brought back by like DVD sales and Adult Swim, and we c- <laughs> and then we go on for way way too long. And that's the dream. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> And then we simultaneously host a podcast called The Cleveland Show. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> John Paul, have you fought? You used to work in um, pharmaceutical sales. <laughs> Right. Yes. And if you fold like a big new right wing talking point is that Walgreens has to close in San Francisco because of organized shoplifting. Yes. Yes. I'd love to hear you do an interview of like uh, the CVS guy. You'd be like, I wish they would have robbed my CVS and then I wouldn't have gotten fired for selling alcohol to a minor because he could have (laughs) just robbed it. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard the uh, people are robbing Walgreens. Organized shoplifting used to be. I mean, it used to be a thing when I would work at CVS that people would come in and steal high value items and they take them and sell them to someone else who eventually sells them at like a flea market. Interesting. Yeah. It's and they apparently know, and all the, like the people are like it's because of defund the police or whatever. No. That that is happening. No, oh, it sounds true. Yeah. It sounds true. To be honest, it's like why haven't we been looting forever? You know, it does. Sound, it's it's like. Why do we... There's a microwave in this room. You think we should take it with us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I put my credit card down, damn it. <laughs> Some people would say we have been. And that's why, you know, we're going to an Indian casino today. Mm, this whole American. country used to be an Indian casino until the white man came and took it. You used to be able to put 30 on black <laughs> all over this land. All From over the sea land. sea to shining sea, you were able to play Pygow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say, you know, the Native Americans they used to do they used to use every part of the buffalo. Yeah. You know? And that was uh Yeah, and what they meant was that they would use the horns to make dice. They would use <laughs> the <laughs> they would use the skin to make the felt of a of a craps table. Yep. And uh they would use the hooves as coasters for drinks for cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well we're excited to get to the casino. We're gonna be there in about an hour and a half. It's going to be banging. Yeah, this is a... W- how do you guys feel on your first... Th- your last night of being poor? Because <laughs> we're going to be so rich? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm hoping. Zach just rubbed his nose. He has a cocaine addiction <laughs> secretly. He's hiding. I'm He's hoping hiding that. It. That's why the pod's that dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wouldn't shut off the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that 10 bucks to go nuts. Um, do you think I'm trying to figure out a way to lazily shoe on an Elizabeth Warren reference? And now, that, now that Native Americans have been referenced for more than 42 <laughs> seconds, we need to bring up Liz Warren. Yeah, I'm over, Lizzie. She sandbagged Bernie. Yeah. She ruined our chances at socialized medicine. Yeah. Damn. I'm dude, over Lizzie. that talking point? I don't yeah. even know what Jackie I said, dude. Jack's point. over Lizzie, but he's just getting to Lizzo in politics. Yeah. It take take me a while to get around her. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Liz, Lizzie Warren, Lizzo. Yeah. Next up. Thin Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. Yes. Yeah. The guy from, yes, the Irish band. That the boys are back in town. <laughs> Which we listened to the entire way up from Boston to Connecticut. Yeah. Or New York to Connecticut. How's Lizzo doing? Have you heard from her lately? Mm, yeah. I heard a news story about her or something. I forget what it was, though. She robbed a Walgreens <laughs> in California. <laughs> I don't think that was <laughs> it. Uh, I she, still remember Lizzo's avocado underwear. I know. That got you horny as hell. It man. really did. It was not that good. Got me going. Were you horny from a job? No, I don't think so. Could but you I mean, get horny right now looking at it. I, I anything's possible. <laughs> I would. It's tough for me to get horny in a in a room with a foundation. Though I typically need to be in a some kind of vehicle <laughs> for it to get turned on. <laughs> All right. So why don't we get into the show a little bit? Yeah. Right? This show we've decided to do for the finale of finales is the. Season finale to <laughs> season five finale of the show Billions. Yes, and one of my lawyer, one of our loyalist listeners, Brandon, always likes to point out that when we break the rule, but this, so we're breaking the rule. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to fire us? This is the last episode. <laughs> I, I, I think an interesting semantic point, if we wanted to prove it too, Damian Lewis's wife died. Rest in peace. In the what? show or in real life? In real life. Oh, what? And he really? will he will not be returning for season six. Are you I, serious? Yeah, yeah. I think Alec you Baldwin could, shot her. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Sorry. Thoughts and prayers. Redacted. Redacted. Alec Baldwin disavowed. Yeah. And his wife died. Do you know how she died? died? I'm. Do you know? Yeah, I think from cancer. You know. Oh, oh shit! I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's not coming back for season six. No. What is the? P- why have the show? Then? That's why you can see that Mike Prince is becoming the villain. I mean, he literally sold out in this. Bobby Axelwood. Bobby Axel. This Rock. show is uh-huh. a disaster. Now. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, Without, it's so bad. I was one of the things I wanted to bring up when we talked about the show is that like one of the things that I hope he I hope he doesn't pull Moranis. I hope he does come back to acting because I think he's like so steadily talented, Damian Lewis. Damian Lewis, yeah. he is British though. Well, that's why I think he's so talented because like I didn't know that for a long time. Right, he's stealing American jobs though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's sad. I didn't know that. It's very sad. A lot of the fans feel, you know, we we're, we feel for them. I mean, the I show sucked before Yeah, the show this. sucked so I bad. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I wonder if he had something to do with her death because this was his way out. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> if he maybe killed her so he could have a reason to leave the show. I feel like she might have wanted cancer so that she could get <laughs> get as far away as possible yeah, from the show. Because he would constantly have her watch the show I with him on Sundays <laughs> and she was like, I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything to I get out of watching the an show. And too. she would just stand in front of the microwave. <laughs> I think his wife was Helen Mirren. 
No. Let's look this up. I gotta look this up. Damien Lewis wife nudes. <laughs> Let me Google. <laughs> I'm getting lightheaded from laughing so hard at that. (laughs) Rest in peace, rest in peace. R.I.P. Disavow. Redacted. (laughs) (laughs) That that was funny. That was, you know, it was very fresh, but it was a perfect joke. (laughs) Helen McCrory. Uh, I was close. R.I.P. Wow, she's very pretty. Oh, Do you damn. You to use the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's so sad. That's, uh, was she an actress? Let me see. Well, she had to pretend to like this show. Oh. <laughs> so, okay, we chose this show, Billions, because... The she was a brilliant actress and even better person, so I guess she was an actress. Yeah. Um... How do they know she was a better person? What if she was just acting? <laughs> Ooh. Because, <laughs> okay, oh, I don't know. The, um, we chose Billions because we had watched the first episode of Billions for our Patreon, and we all kind of loved it, and we even lauded it a little bit. Lauded? Did I yeah. use that right? Yeah, yeah. We gave it high marks. Yeah. Zach especially, who usually hates television. Yeah. I was in love with this show. It was a very strong first two seasons. Yeah. yeah. In the first episode, it has an iconic scene where Paul Giamatti gets urinated on by his wife, yes. and it's like very erotic and amazing and powerful. <laughs> yes, I would say in terms of like... When you usually when you would watch your like pee play scenes in TV, they don't usually have the kind of gravitas that this one did. Right. It's usually a little more um, lowbrow. Yeah, I mean it's just <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but the one, this one, it's like, it's so much urine. That's like one thing I I specifically remember. Like, she oh my could, god, she could be diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> She was urinating a lot on his face. Yeah, so th- this show, it, it definitely, when it started, I felt like you had Damian Lewis and Paul Giamatti anchoring it. They're both very good mm. actors who have a lot of screen presence, and yeah. it tackled some interesting issues, like Paul Giamatti playing a character who's sexually submissive. Yep. It had, as it went on, it had uh, a, pr- a primary character that was gender non-binary. Which was cool. Dan Soder was on the show. Dan Soder was in it, yeah. And it also... And it wasn't about, it was also about family. Yep. Originally, it was about family. Bobby Axelrod had this family. Yeah, the show was about, uh, the show was about, uh, if you haven't listened to the Patreon, the show was like, uh, Bobby Axelrod played this like billionaire hedge fund guy who did all these white collar crimes and Paul Giamatti was just trying to bring him down. Yeah. And then. And it it was was about family and it was about morals and ethics. Right. And like prestige. And now it's just about legal loopholes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because in the second season, Bobby Axelrod's wife just like is not in it. She she like moves to California with the kids. And if you watch the first season, you would be like, that's a huge big deal that they must like tell you a lot about. And it's like, no, no, she just moves and she comes in on a helicopter once and is like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. And it's like, th- well, that She's doesn't make any sense. She's sort of unceremoniously written off the show when before she was like, you the know, show. her, yeah, her, her relationship and his relationship with their kids was super important. But then the show focuses on different things. Right. And what was annoying about it is because it, it, what made me upset about it was like, it was about family. And then it was like, Giamatti had this sexual stuff. And then it was like, oh, now uh, Axelrod, now it's like him just being wealthy. 
Right, he was a good guy. Right, he was an interesting he guy. He almost seemed like a better guy than the lawman, right. Chuck Rhodes. Yeah, so it was a gr- moral- gray morality. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And that, and then when he lost his wife, he lost his wife. He did. Like you will in real life. Yeah. Like he hopefully won't in real life, and we'll pray for him for sure. <laughs> we will. We are doing, we're all on our knees right now. <laughs> That's why he came to this hotel room. <laughs> But he's going back to England, I think. Kevin Spacey went to England, and he became corrupted from living there. So Yeah. <laughs> Without decent American values. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think there's a correlation. Yeah. To being English and r- sexual assault? And, you know, bar back. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's an English thing. <laughs> That's a good um, point. So this, why don't we get a little broad strokes breakdown of the final episode of series finale? It's no, a broad wait. strokes breakdown with Zach Brazil. Here's the broad strokes breakdown. If you've seen one episode of Billions, you've seen every episode <laughs> of Billions. This was lazy. It was <laughs> poorly written, and it didn't even have good cinematic shots of New York skyline. That's where <laughs> this has fallen way below Succession. Mm. Oh, okay. Succession has like a wealth porn. Some people call it that because they show cool houses. They have great location scouts. Showtime, it's like they got one open <laughs> office floor plan and a helipad, <laughs> and they call it New York City. You know what I'm saying? It's like I've been to freaking garages in Queens that look more aesthetically pleasing than this. They don't have a bodega man. I don't even know what city this takes place in. It doesn't even feel like they shot it here. But Chuck Rhodes, he's like, dude, I definitely got Bobby Axelrod. Let me go tell my dad, Chuck Sr. <laughs> I love and Chuck And then Sr. he's like, okay, cool. And then they go to the final scene, and then <gasps> David Blaine came. <laughs> That's a metaphor. He didn't actually come. But okay? this is the type of show that would have had David Blaine it, 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 They would have. Yeah. And, and Chuck would have been like, and David would have been like, uh, David Blaine would have been like, Chuck, thanks for showing me that magic trick. And he would be like, no problem. <laughs> And then Bobby Oxrod doesn't show up. Flashback 24 hours before. He's plotting not to come. Dude, this was one of my stylistic, st- uh, structurally, the show is so annoying to watch because they kept flashing back, showing like the, the machinations of everybody. Yeah. yeah. And it was so lame. There was, was no they buy-in like at this point. four times. Yeah. I didn't get But I had no going. idea watching this show that when Bobby Oxrod when he doesn't show up to the to the meeting at the end of the show, I didn't know he's like permanently leaving the yeah, show. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now either. it makes sense though. They yeah. very clearly wrote him off. He went to a different country. And then so that's and then stole Charlie Prince is like the new Bobby Axelrod. Yeah. Sucks. It's never who would work. even who would even want to watch that? It doesn't And then you saw when Dollar Bill and Dan Soder, Miffy, left, they, they had a they had their storyline set up. Yes. Team up. Yeah. Then they high fived. Yeah. You. Also How do you guys feel about Dollar Bill? Do you still love him? Love I'm Dollar still Bill. Very attracted to Bonnie. Yes. Dude, I saw Bonnie walking in the uh, the East Village. Did you tell her I found her very? I beautiful? said, "Hey, my buddy thinks you're hot." <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> no, I said he's really smoke he's, show. Yeah, he, gets, he thinks you're so hot. He wants Did you to say lick hi your to her? pussy. Whenever he looks at photos of uh, Bobby Axelrod's dead <laughs> wife, he also looks at photos of you. Did you say <laughs> hi? <laughs> no, but she knew I knew because I because I I walked by her. Then I went, oh, I like did the side glance. Yeah, and then I like, and started playing boat boat. <laughs> then I said to her f- to my friends next to me, I said, "That girl's on billions," and I said it loud enough that she could hear it. So you were talking to yourself? Oh, <laughs> dude, woo! <laughs> no friends. Fuck you! I was talking to my newest 
podcast members. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how'd she look? She's definitely cute as a button. Was she well dressed? She was sundressed too. You would have been going banana. Oh my sundressed, God. dude, and toes out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's gonna go chain the pants. Change the pants. <laughs> and let me ask you this: Was she with a man? No, man. Two women. Two women. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> it was a very two sexual. women. <laughs> is that a problem? Were they all, were they all arm in arm? Were they recording a podcast? <laughs> they were all kissing with their tongues. <laughs> and uh, let me ask you this. A wedding ring? Google Bonnie nudes. <laughs> no wedding ring. I think it could happen for me. I think if you ran into Bonnie and you said, I think your show sucks. <laughs> she She'd probably agree, though. I think everyone knows at this point. Well, you had a run-in with one of the principal stars of the show. I've seen Barukata Adonai Elohim with uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. We celebrated Hanukkah together. Yeah. Did you consider when you met Paul Giamatti, when you were in the room with him, saying, like, hey, what's up with Bonnie? <laughs> what's her story? Do, <laughs> do you think that, what if they also had, like, sort of a rust situation during, you know, when, when Paul Giamatti was getting peed on in that episode? What if it was, like, actual pee instead of fake pee? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is actual P, damn it. <laughs> and then like somebody gets fired from the union because of that? Yeah. That could have been a problem. No, you can't get fired from a union job. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> There's no repercussions for any of your actions. No. You have seniority. Even if you mix up the urine from the prop <laughs> urine to the not prop urine. <laughs> have you seen the bus drivers, what they wear for merch? Merch? What do you mean? Dude, the bus drivers, New York City bus drivers have this sick, like, almost leather vest. The back of it has a picture of a bus, which you know I love yeah. as a bus guy. <laughs> and then it says, when I move, you move. <laughs> That's cool. How it's good like, is that? It's like, uh, have you ever seen the movie The Warriors? Oh, no. yeah. It's like one of, it, it's like kind of like a gang, it's like a gang vest, you know? It is. Yeah. Do you think we should roll a bus driver and take it? I mean... But then we would all be fighting on who gets to wear it. <laughs> it would break up the bus. <laughs> I love I love buses. I really do. Yeah. yeah. We know. <laughs> We've been listening to you talk about it. Has there anyone ever ridden years. a bus on this show? I bet you Paul Giamatti has, right? Because in the beginning, he's living in Brooklyn Heights. He's kind of doing the public service thing. He's kind of trying to be a humble guy. Yeah. Well, uh, so and his dom made him lick the floor <laughs> on a bus once. <laughs> what do you guys think is the for your moment when you knew the show was going to turn bad? Dude, I mean, no, when, when his wife left, it got uninteresting. It, it got bad in, like, season three. I remember Zach started to harbor a lot of resentment towards the Wendy character. Wendy became very boring. You know, in this episode, Wendy is like trying to like get it on with Axe, which I was kind of surprised. Yeah, that was it was fine. I think they might have got it on at some point. Yeah, yeah. The will they won't they was was that she got into the hot tub once in the buff. Yeah, that was hot. That was really hot. I normally like a bus, but that day I was hoping to take a train. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Let's just say Amtrak reference. (laughs) Let's just say the hot tub got a little warmer when she got in because she peed in it. (laughs) Because that's what she does when she's sexually excited. <laughs> but I hate to be pedantic. If a human gets into a hot tub, the hot tub does get a little cooler. Because a hot tub's <laughs> usually about 102 degrees, and the human body's 98.6. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is pedantic of you. Uh, somebody's got to be. And then also, did you notice, John Paul, when you pulled in, you you parked next to a special truck. 
This is true. No, I didn't know this. What, what about the truck? Th- it was an Amtrak truck. Amtrak? Yeah. Really? What does that mean? I once had an, a nocturnal <laughs> emission <laughs> <in> an Amtrak. <laughs> 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 Maybe they're finally here to apprehend me 14 <laughs> years later. They tracked you down to Groton, Connecticut? Damn. It's a long con and for <laughs> law enforcement agency. Yeah, they're about to kick in the door. They're in the room next door. Do you But the pod's too good. They don't want to <laughs> interrupt. <laughs> do you think that like what do you think the writer's room at Billions are? Do you think they start with the end and then just say like, okay, we gotta try and figure out how to make it interesting? Here's yeah, like I think that they're gone to that style. The for me the moment the show quote it's it's a quote unquote jump the shark moment, but I the thing that I remember like a big moment in one of the episodes is like the f- the the ice juice caper, mm-hmm. which was like uh. when Paul Giamatti like tricked uh, Axelrod into something illegal, and it was like a classic thing that's like been influenced by Game of Thrones, where this like where there's like this big like huge plan that he that he has to do that like requires so many moving pieces yeah. when you're watching like and you're like it's cool in the moment when like he springs a trap. When you think about it, like this plan is very unrealistic. It requires too many things that are out of control. It would never right. actually work or would never actually happen. That's why 9-11 was just regular old 9-11. <laughs> it wasn't, you know, the government with missiles because it would be two moving parts. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was like the stupidest thing. It was like it, you, one woman drank like a bad tea and they were like, oh, and it set this whole waterfall shit. Yeah. That was, that was a horrible one. Right. The, you know what this episode two really pissed me off about? At one point, um, they Bobby Axelrod holds a news conference to be like, come and get me, Paul oh, Giamatti. Yeah. And it's like all these people are out there watching, like cannot believe it, right? It's like all these news crews. It's like this would never happen. Like nobody gives a fuck about this shit. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you, though. Um, in the locker room, they have the news on sometimes. And we all, well, if you know, if there's a good story, we'll check in. Yeah. yeah. People stand around the TV if it's a good story. In the buff? <laughs> in the buff, yeah. You guys huddle around the television? We don't huddle, but, you know, we sneak a couple glances. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is what's on there? Is, like, hedge fund guys being like, I, I don't mean, care what the DA no, says. I'm a cool guy. I, I remember Gabby Potato. We oh. all watch that, like, seven-minute story. There's usually, like, a shooting in the Bronx. That yeah, we'll but what, that's news. I... I, I this sh- there was like a a group of like 30 people outside there being like yeah bobby <laughs> whoa and then giamatti comes out who's the da and is like hey we're going to come after you ho and they have this like stupid back and forth do you think at any point in an episode that axelrod comments on paul giamatti losing weight that's interesting. I think in the first episode back from Miss Rona, someone commented about it. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, yeah, because they, they took a break during filming from Corona, Over right? a year, yeah. Yeah. And that's when Paul Giamatti got slim. Got he slim. did P90X. For real? Yeah. No, but he <laughs> might have. <laughs> <laughs> when you're standing around in the locker room of the buff watching the news, can you talk? Can you report on any penis sizes you've seen? Um, because you do like to do that. Yeah. No, but I told you a guy was shaking hands with the senator in the steam room the other day. No. Does that mean masturbating? It does. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was annoying. Mutual jo. Not mutual. He was just cranking himself. <laughs> what for real? Just getting the Amtrak going. Yeah. He was beating off in there. He was stroking. Choking the chicken. How do you know he wasn't adjusting? He could have been adjusting, but trust me, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I looked over. So yeah, what the hell is going on? You spit in your palm. No. 
looked at you. Go, listen, buddy. Why don't you just be a decent person? You and lean back. You lean. <laughs> <laughs> that would have revved his Put ass that thing up. to use. <laughs> yeah. No, it was very annoying. Did yeah. you call him out? Did you report him? No, the thing is, the steam's so thick, I wouldn't be able to tell who it was. <laughs> there is a reason they do it in there. You it could identify him by taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is what is um, Equinox's policy on that? Technically illegal, but it's a huge part of the culture. Really? That's why I couldn't really say something, because like, I normally went in the middle of the day, and now I go in the mornings. I was there on a Thursday night at 5.30. You said a huge part of the culture? It's a huge part. And so it's like I didn't – maybe that is like a sex in the locker room time. It might have been my fault. <laughs> I, you you know sound what I mean? like a victim. <laughs> but it might have been my fault. <laughs> it mi- that might have been a known cruising time, and I might have happened to be there. I mean, does you it ha- say the hours of cruising outside yeah. the steam room? You might have been take- – you might have been in a – you might have been perpetrating violence in a gay space by being in there when you're not supposed to. Yeah. But I was at least bringing eye candy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you think in the show that Bobby Axrod would buy your gym and call it Equinax? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't so that a fun name, Equinax? It is a fun name. I've actually kind of had. So so in the end, well, what, so what happens in the end? So in the end, Bobby says, all right, I'm going to surrender. Come meet me at this helipad. And then he sends some documents and it turns out he didn't come. And now just I like, had just like in that steam room, a similar situation. I had a similar situation where I was charged with the crime. Really? It sounds like you're not. It sounds like you're preparing to sort of take this talk, telling me about the story mentally. Is and this a thought about? Some people would say you want to finish how you start <laughs> with a thought about. Wow. And now you're gonna see how a thought about how done. thought about it was. Now. Chuck Rhodes was a U.S. attorney. <laughs> this motherfucker I has had a fucking full week. I was indicted. <laughs> he created the writing assignment. <laughs> I was indicted by the SEA, the SCA Enforcement Agency. All right. Okay. While the cool. FBI is known as the G-Men, the SEA officers were known as the C-Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I had been going around Equinox telling people that I really loved new ska band like Pup. (laughs) As I said this one week in a New York City roast battle that made it into TikTok because a fellow roaster used a racial slur, which (laughs) got him canceled. (laughs) Famous punks on the net, Seaman, Chris Player, (laughs) filed a charge. Chris Player and the Seaman were ready to get me with the citizen's arrest, so they offered to have me under arrest in where they would arraign me in the Equinox steam room. (laughs) (laughs) I told the Seaman that I would be willing to surrender myself, not at a boat shipyard, not at a helipad, but at the Port Authority bus terminal men's room, (laughs) combining my love of a a good trip to the bathroom and a bus. (laughs) I said I would be there, and I invited all the gang. Court stenographer and series finale fan Katie Baker came along to draw <laughs> us all. Matt Kona brought a local screen door where he would <laughs> replace it with the stall on the bathroom so that things could be transparent. <laughs> Jack showed up and was supposed to read the charges but was unable to read, <laughs> so technically I was never even indicted. John Paul was arrested at the scene after he tried to drive his van into the bus-only <laughs> entrance of the Port Authority. <laughs> So none of my crew was there, and I wasn't either. 
As Chris Blair went what? into the men's room to look for me with his band of semen, <laughs> I was gone. I had agreed to go to the bus terminal, but I had gotten off at Grand Central Station <laughs> and was fast asleep on an Amtrak train <laughs> headed to Boston. <laughs> wow. And there was no semen to be found. Wow, pretty good thought about it. Not a bad thought about it does seem like you maybe thought about it. Pretty, pretty good. So I actually had a similar situation. Really? The DA, the D, the DA, shit. <laughs> the and this is an unrestrained <laughs> writing initiative. Yes. Um, the DA had finally caught me. I had been on the run for months after successfully overthrowing the government on January 6, 2021. I never actually wanted to take over the government and had voted for Biden, but I had always wanted to poop on a Democrat's <laughs> desk. <laughs> After killing a police officer and crashing through the glass, I had my chance. I saw AOC down the hall, and she started running away. The back of her shirt said, if you can read this, I tax that bitch. <laughs> I high-fived some cool guys dressed as bears and kissed a grandma with dementia. <laughs> And headed right towards Lizzie Warren's office. Nice. When I walked in her office, it was obvious she had been hitting the peace pipe. The smoke billowed <laughs> out of her office. <laughs> the office was pretty cool. It was in the style of Adobe. And the, the walls were painted in clay. She screamed, how did you get in? I said, I'm here to poop on your desk because you've ruined Bernie's chances. A CIA... A C- IA agent named Zach Brazow came out from under her desk, wiped his mouth, and said, <laughs> "Actually, it's it's because Bernie Bros don't vote and they're loser hippie weed heads." <laughs> then he returned to eating Lizzie Ward's pussy. Nice. I defecated on her desk, a oh. steamy pile, and left the office. Then all the news started coming out, and I was shocked. It turns out I was in trouble for in trouble for exercising my freedom of expression. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared a man like me, c- a man. I was scared a man like me can't survive in prison. I enjoy making love to women way too much, so I hit the road midway through, and midway through Tennessee, an extremely gracious couple named Brian Landry and Gabby Bimbo or something. Oh my God! Disavowed, disavowed, disavowed. me up. We spent the next few months together, living in a van, having an awesome time. This sounds nice. Yeah. Until one night, after hiking for hours, talking about how cool Bernie Sanders was, they asked me to join them in a menage situation. Wow. When Brian saw how big my penis was, he got really weird and angry and asked me to leave. (laughs) So I was on the road again. I don't know what happened to him, but I wish the best. (laughs) You could see he wouldn't be the same man after seeing my hog. I (laughs) ended... I ended up in Utah having a great time, living by a quarry. And I was swimming in the quarry one day when out of nowhere, Carl Malone yelled, Cannonball! And <laughs> and disrupted my floating. When he emerged, though, from the water, it turned out to be Jimmy Kimmel. And the paint was running down his, his chin. I said, Jimmy, I used to love the man show. And then he started crying about the big, red, big bad orange man. <laughs> I said, this place sucks. I'm out. I headed towards Florida when out of nowhere, skinny Paul Giamatti told me to get on the ground. <laughs> a man living in his van named Jean-Paul Rivera got out of the van and struck skinny Giamatti with a hammer, <laughs> calling him a traitor. <laughs> I was free and feeling lucky. 
I played the Powerball in one. When I went to pick up the money, it was a fake prize. I had actually been trapped and sentenced to 15 years for treason and pooping <laughs> on Native American property. <laughs> oh. Why was Lizzie on the brain today? I don't know, Doc. I was thinking of the podcast's greatest hits. Yeah, <laughs> similarly. What what did Lizzie get up to in the pod universe before? I mean, we love talking Lizzie. We do. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember her. What that she must have been in some kind of mythology. I mean, how uh, I uh, the how joke has <laughs> been on every other pod for like a year. <laughs> I was in a similar situation where I was sort of uh, in a situation where I had to surrender myself, like Bobby Axelrod does Jeez. in this episode of the show. It was January of 2025, and the United States had a new president, and I was on the run. The U.S. had rejected sleepy Joe Biden after he was caught drunk driving behind the wheel of a Ford F-150 Lightning (laughs) with Bruce Springsteen in the passenger seat and Matt Roloff passed out (laughs) high off his ass in the back. Capitol Police had pulled Joe over on the D.C. Expressway, and when a uniformed officer approached the vehicle, Joe shouted out with a slurred speech, This sucker really moves, and he took off. He careened through the streets of D.C., knocking over various statues important to leftist movements, and he was arrested and eventually charged with an illegal lane change and was docked two points on his license. (laughs) This temporary lapse in judgment allowed a Republican nominee to clinch the election. John Cena was sworn into office in January of 2025 after being swept into office on a wave of hustle, loyalty, and submission (laughs) to China. John Cena had learned Mandarin Chinese while he worked for the WWE to help the company break into the massive Chinese market. And he was able to appeal to a huge block of Chinese-American voters and and rural red state voters with a unifying message. China was the new hegemonic force in the world, and the sooner the world fell into line, the better everything would be. I had watched the election with some nervousness, knowing the relationship with John Cena and I had been rocky, but I wasn't ready for what happened. The first day John Cena was in office, he made living in vans a felony offense, punishable by life in prison, (laughs) and he sent his (laughs) FBI goons to take me in. When the FBI approached my van, I dumped out one of my pee bottles, forcing the (laughs) FBI agents to retreat long enough for me to get away. I drove to a Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I drove to I drove to Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and parked in a parking structure and slipped into a movie theater to get away for a couple hours, have some snacks, watch a movie, and take a whore's bath. When I was in the theater, I made some moves of my own. I released the nudes of John Cena that I had kept from our previous relationships and put them up on Reddit. Whoa! The John Cena nudes c- c- caused a firestorm of controversy distracted the nation and even the FBI from hunting me down as they had to scramble to try to shut down any site that hosted John Cena's nudes. It became a politically polarizing issue to admit you had viewed the illegally released nudes. <laughs> and presidents th- and uh, John Cena addressed the nation in a news conference, uh, informing people that he was making viewing his leaked nudes a felony punishable by life in prison and reminding people that it was a crime and that you could not see him. <laughs> it was clear to me that President Cena had gone mad with power and I would need to give him the ultimate attitude adjustment. I needed help. I couldn't take him down alone. I needed a master planner. So I drove 26 hours to Florida and booked passage on a boat where I spent several days at sea before I snuck onto an island called Guantanamo to attempt to break Khalid Sheikh Mohammed out of prison. <laughs> it was tricky. It involved me dressing up like a woman and having sex with a lot of the guards in Guantanamo Bay, but I was able to escape Guantanamo with Khalid Sheikh Mohammed by my side. By now, the nude controversy had died down, and the entire country was hunting, hunting me. President Cena encouraged me to turn myself in. He told me he would meet me in the place where we first met. So three days later, I went back to my old high school math class to turn myself in. 
I couldn't run anymore, and I was admitting defeat in that high school classroom where John Cena had first rescued me from bullies before engaging in a sexual relationship with me. <laughs> when President Cena entered the room, he found me standing at the desk, a hooded figure in a dirty T-shirt next to me. President Cena was flanked by a dozen FBI agents, kitted out in full SWAT gear with assault rifles trained on me. John was arrogant and egocentric, and I knew what he wanted. Myself and the hooded figure held out our wrists, and John slapped the cuffs on himself. He laughed when he told me that he was going to have me and Khalid Sheikh sent to Guantanamo, where we would be compromised to a permanent end. <laughs> I nodded my head and told John there was only one problem. I wasn't surrendering with Khalid Sheikh. I only needed him to come up with a plan. I was surrendering with Mr. Shrink. <gasps> the man next to me shrunk his hands down, and the cuff <laughs> slipped off. And quick as a flash, he picked up a letter opener and plunged it into the president's <laughs> black heart. The FBI gunned him down, and I caught John Cena as he slumped to the floor, gasping for air, the life leaving him. Get me a doctor, he told me. And I stared at him and said, you are a doctor, John. A doctor of thugonomics. <laughs> I kissed him one last time before he died, and then I was taken into custody and sentenced to life in prison. But it was all worth it, because now we had a good, stable leader. When Vice President Mama June was sworn into <laughs> office and led the country into a new golden age. Damn, dude, Mr. Shrink. <laughs> I wanted to bring Ooh. back a classic Ooh. series finale character. Mr. Shrink, if you haven't listened, is a superhero that can shrink his hands down to make his <laughs> penis look bigger. <laughs> God damn it. I forgot about Mr. Shrink. Mr. Shrink was a pretty good idea. He was a great idea. Mr. Shrink is an awesome superhero. Can I ask you this? Did it look like Cena had had a visit from Mr. Shrink and his nudes, or what? Did he, how did they look? I don't know. I would never admit to look. I would never admit to looking at illegally released nudes. Does, are Cena nudes out there? Cena nudes? I don't think so. No. There were nudes leaked of WWE champion Seth Rollins. Oh, wow. And people were making fun because his penis didn't look that long. But it was very straight. He has a really straight <laughs> penis. And where did he take his nudes? He did He did mirror shots. Who did he send them to? I think he... You know what? I think he sent them to a, a woman he was cheating with at the time. Oh, I think. wow. I Big think, mistake. Yeah. Who did Hope Solo send her nudes to? Whoever she was beating at the time. <laughs> uh, I was laying that one up too. A Hope Solo beating up her family is also <laughs> recurring. Yes. Yeah. If you listen to series finale, kind of the worst two crimes, in our opinion, committed in the United States, is Hope Solo's <laughs> uh, barbecue rampage and Matt Roloff's drunk driving. <laughs> <laughs> They were both on their way to go vote for Liz Warren <laughs> illegally. <laughs> um, that that was so funny, John. Oh, yeah. you guys had really funny yeah. worries as well. Yeah, I wanted to kind of close the book on me and John Cena, dude. You know what? That you could probably put all of the John Cena stories together. Yeah, because, like you know how in The Simpsons, there's the they did clip shows. They, no, there was like. You know, who's the Arnold Schwarzenegger character? Rainier Wolfcastle. Wolfcastle. You can actually, sometimes they have like little clips of Wolfcaf Wolfcastle's movies. McBain. McBain. And you can actually make like a full episode oh, out of yeah, it. Yeah, Somebody yeah. Somebody could make a full episode of John Maybe Cena. I'll do it. Maybe that's what, maybe we can, maybe what we can do is just, you know. Just do clip shows. We'll just do clip shows for the next several years <laughs> until we come back. We'll just constantly recycle clips. I'm thinking of just releasing the Patreon for the next 25 weeks. 
Just I mean, how about we have we must 150 have episodes on the Patreon. Yeah, we could just put out the Patreon yeah. episodes. Yeah. That's not a terrible idea. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. I, I like well, the we idea should wait a little clip. while because well, I, because the people paid for exclusivity. IP, it's IP. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. The people paid for exclusivity, so maybe we'll put out. Here's what we'll do: we'll ever we'll we'll take the episodes and we'll cut out the even minutes, so it's only the odd <laughs> minutes. But I think you're. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. We'll we'll cut out the even minutes. You're <laughs> underestimating though that the Patreon people might get more value if we give it out for free because they could be into Findom. Oh. So the idea yes. of us disrespecting their <laughs> generosity is kind of a an extra service. Yes. Too. And it's really cool of you to bring up Finn Dom to like sort of shift the Overton window. And shift and the Overton yeah, bring, window. Bring that into the light. Yes. <laughs> you do have to shift the Overton window on Finn Dom. <laughs> the Overton window has been shifted on Finn Dom eating ass. What else? Mm. Feet. It's feet. coming. No, no, it's not. You're still a perv. Like Dolezal does feet stuff. Dolezal does No, she does picks. not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she does. She has feet. She has like foot Fridays. What color are the bottom of her feet? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> well, that depends uh, what time of the year you catch her at. <laughs> we, you know, we Rachel Dolezal, we tried to get her on the pod to do a cameo for us. She said no. Yeah, what did you? What did we have her? What I we think to she just you? decided that our brand was too offensive to her. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got to stay more family friendly. <laughs> she's got a great <laughs> reputation that she's going to ruin by associating with us. I think some people kind of view dolls off favorably. Who? Well, <laughs> you, you know what? After Jess LaBombalera, you remember Jess LaBombalera? No. Jess LaBombalera was the fake Dominican professor from George Washington University who had called into like a city hall meeting to talk about her neighborhood and then gentrify us. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> in like Jess LaBombalera was like profiting off her identity mm. and was like trying to make money in like get a job by pretending to be Rachel Dolezal was like doing free volunteer work <laughs> for the Spokane <laughs> NAACP. Yeah. So I think yeah. some people were like, Man, she's suffering, but like she was trying, you know? Right. <laughs> she was walking the walk. She was definitely walking the wall. Right, right. But she still shouldn't have done that. And now we stand with her because she's in the sex industry. It, that's true. And she's ultimate, ultimate feminist. Ultimate feminist. Yes. Ultimate feminist was a was a big recurring right. theme. Wait, do you think that I actually did want to talk about favorite moments from the pod? Oh yeah. And I because I do have one specific one that I still think about that makes me laugh. Okay. What, right? what is it? It's when Zach and I were like adamantly defending Karens. Right, we were just like, it's not right to call people Karens. That yeah. seems mean. And then <laughs> and we go on for like ten minutes about it. Yeah, I and remember. then I don't know where Joe Paul's like, oh, I don't know. I've only ever seen videos of them using the N word. It's like, like, oh yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me. One of my favorite moments was after one of the recordings when I took a big stinky dump <laughs> in your apartment, <laughs> and you actually, you guys actually had to leave for several hours. <laughs> It was a hot day. I actually recently looked up like uh, that apartment to see what it was renting for. Yeah. And it said rent has dropped $400 (laughs) over the last year because of residual dookie (laughs) smell. (laughs) They call it. It's like the summer. It's like the Somerville's version of the molasses flood. (laughs) (laughs) Has the rent really decreased there? No, it's up. Oh, of course. It's back up. That was that shouldn't have gone up. Yeah, I know. It's way too high. That's too damn high. They got some nice pictures up, though. I think some ladies live there because it's very clean and well decorated. No, really. We had a great job. I mean, you guys used to have the wall of black excellence. Or we was did have the wall of black really excellence. Well? <laughs> that, 
It was like Eminem. <laughs> and no, Rachel told no, me. I no, had no, put I a framed photo of Shaquille O'Neal on it, and then just any time a black person was in a magazine or a <laughs> newspaper, you put them on the wall. Yeah, I remember. That was, was a me. bit odd, you know. It I was funny. The first couple times was funny. The wall black excellence was funny. I think Kim Jong-un was funny. <laughs> yes, Kim Jong-un was on it. He gets he gets a pass because well, he's staying with Dennis Liz Rodman. Liz Warren yeah. was probably on yeah, it. Yeah, no. Kim Jong-un was on it because he actually was also working at the Spokane NAACP <laughs> for a long time. He walked the walk. Let's see other stuff that uh, one of the best moments in the podcast. Um, we might have to come out with a – we might have to release it in the regular feed someday, but Jack, your writing assignment for that internet show. Remember that – that Internet Afterlife show. What was that show called? Yeah. I, God uh, friend of me? No, no. It was like it was the digital afterlife show. Upload. Upload. Yeah. Jack's writing assignment for Upload was like one of the best writing assignments. He wasn't even ever, there, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he d- I he was, sent it in to you guys. He sent it in, but it was about you creating your own digital afterlife and like. Being bad at coding. Being bad at coding. So Hitler was there <laughs> yeah. and you were like had to say hi to him. <laughs> and then like, you know, everyone had little penises except for you. Yeah, there was like lesbians too. Yeah, maybe all of Jack's writing exercises are that good, but usually he reads them, (laughs) so (laughs) so some of the jokes don't come across. No, there's been a lot of funny moments. Yeah, I've learned a lot. I like I didn't know who Ricky Richter was before the podcast started. My favorite moment was actually an early reverse call out when we we called John Paul once. In a big thing we do on this pod sometimes. Is we, we alluded to it earlier when we, we couldn't help but bring up mass shooters. Sometimes if something tragic happens, we just bring it up with mm-hmm. really no plan of how to make it funny. And there was a brief lulling conversation, and I said, John Paul, what do you think about, or, or Jack, someone said, what do you think about, I think Jack said, what do you think about Vietnam? <laughs> Did we stay in too long? <laughs> and you said, I don't think we stayed long enough. I think we should get back in yeah, there. Yeah, which is honestly the funniest thing I've ever heard, I think. Stop. Uh. Uh, I I think about it every day. It's oh, so yeah. I you guys are just so funny, and I'm I'm <laughs> glad that we were able to put out. Uh, I think a podcast. It's uh, I think it's I think it's a funny show. Yeah, I, I think it's. I, fu- think I know you guys were always frustrated that you didn't have the v- listenership you wanted. It was frustrating. I will say that. That never bothered me though, because I'm always <laughs> like think of it like even if we only get like a hundred downloads, you know, if a hundred people heard me tell jokes, I'm like that's pretty good. No, it I is know. pretty good. I and know. we appreciate everyone who listened. And people would come in and out. And it you know what a lot of people we had a hundred downloads, right? But a lot of people binged. People would get involved and mm. I, I met some people that came out to the show a couple months ago. This woman Allison Chang that I did uh comedy with improv in college and she got two, three friends, they all got into it. They were binging like crazy. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. 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 Um you know, it it, it just there's been some great moments. I revealed that I was dumped in the pod when I, my lo- when my girlfriend dumped me. That yes. was tragic. That was. We've fun. been through some breakups on the pod. Yeah, uh, I had a bad true. one on the pod. Yeah, you turned it around though. Yeah, so I did. I'm kind of fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you want the pod to keep going on. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. It's life's life's changed. We went through a pandemic. You know that was weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm like I'm gonna have to go back and listen to the old episodes and stuff, and yeah, I think it's like you know it'll be a nice little time capsule for our friendship, right? For our less progressive thought processes. 
I don't no. think. I really don't no, think. No, 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 yeah, no. I don't really think it's like gonna. You know, if I go back with the old stuff, I don't think it's that bad. No, I mean it's not gonna change. It, it's exactly who we've always been. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's well. a very funny pod, you yeah. know, and 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 <laughs> it's just very very funny. And you know what I mean? It's it's very funny, <laughs> and, and it really is. And you know what? Po- comedy in the era that we've done it, you know, to pontificate a little bit, okay. please. Has, Talking is comedy. so self-serious. And it's always all that comedy is about post 2012 is about how awesome comedy is and how crazy trans people are. That is all <laughs> that people talk about in comedy. And we've always been on the side of our trans brothers and sisters with folks. Yes. We've been saying folks for years. MX Met. MX Met. You know, <laughs> we've always enjoyed trans people and we <laughs> will continue to enjoy trans people the way we've enjoyed sure. all people. Yeah. And you know what? We don't make jokes about that. We make jokes about fresh deaths. Yep. And I would say we do sometimes have jokes that involve trans people, but I think <laughs> I think usually it's not a, a joke that says, like, fuck you if you're trans, or if you're trans, you're an idiot, or anything like that. No, or right. And it's not a fixation. It's no, usually no. what it is. It's like, um, it's usually like, you know, uh, a judge sentences me to jail or something for f- something Fallon Fox did or something. I forget what yeah. it was. Yeah, and then we also did make we did probably shouldn't have brought up everyone's allegations as often. That as was did. a big thing. We were big into allegations, <laughs> not just mass shootings, but also allegations. Yeah, it became kind of a little bit of a rule on the show that we right. should stop doing it. And then we have <laughs> wait. This is a classic Zach move, though. He's active. Intentionally Z- brought it up. Yes. Said, hey, guys, let's try and stray away. Let's stay away from the allegations. The immediate ap- episode we did after that, Zach immediately brought up allegations. <laughs> Whose allegations? I think probably was, Franco. Yeah, we love Franco's. The problem is there are so many allegations. <laughs> <though. Yeah. laughs> that it we, and it's like, you know, if you don't bring up allegations, then people are like, they were wrong, you know. Yeah. Or they think that it's like, oh, you're soft peddling this. And, right. we, and we don't want to excuse anyone's allegations. No. Well, we... we we never excused, but we did make fun of it. But we've never excused anyone's no. allegations. No. Except... Louis. No, no. <laughs> just kidding. I was going to say OJ's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, OJ's. Because you believe him to be innocent <laughs> of the crime. Yeah, you know what? You joke about it so long, you start to think maybe there's some truth to every joke. That's you know? true. Yeah. Truth in comedy. That's what Del Close was talking about. D- wait, Del Close? Del Close. The improv guru. The UCB guy? He wrote a book called Truth and Comedy. Oh, really? It, it was called Truth and Comedy and No Black People. <laughs> what? Yeah, really? Del Close famously racist. Was he? Yeah, we, yeah. we bring up racial allegations. Yeah. Well, that's not so. He that's didn't not think black surprising. people could do I improv. I think that was one of Del Close's appearances on this pod. Like the ghost of, of Del Close. I think <laughs> you played the ghost of Del Close. No, no. <laughs> Fra- Francesca. Via? Yeah, she played, the de- she, she played the ghost Del Close, and she taught us how to do improv. Oh, oh the original that's episode. right. Because, Hope yeah. she's doing well, you know, fan of the pod. You know. Everyone's a fan of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I knew Del Close had to come on the pod before. Yes, yeah. the ghost of Del Close. That's cool. That's interesting that Del Close came on the pod, because, like, one of the things that got me interested in comedy was watching the Upright Sins Brigade TV show when I was, like, 13 years old. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I love this. And Del Close, he used to do the intro in the first season really yeah he did the intro and i should have caught on to it because he was like in the intro he was like <laughs> he said i was gonna riff he said something <laughs> racist but then i realized if i have to say it <laughs> i have to say in his voice and i was like forget it it's not worth it 
Dude, let's, why don't we do a little meme minute? Okay. Over the show Billions that and the podcast. Billions and the podcast. All right. Is this even, guy? Okay. All right. The the guy is us three. The butterfly is the final episode of series finale. Yes. Is this even the finale of finale? That could be me, because I'm <laughs> like, is this really a finale? We should. <laughs> is this really it? Here's what. Here's a sad meme for you. Oh, okay. sad meme. Here's a sad meme for you. It's the mixer, the computer, and three empty chairs. But who's in the chair next to the three empty chairs? Bernie in the mittens. <laughs> Bernie in the mittens. <laughs> okay, here's one that I'm surprised we've never done on the pod. You know the meme? It's a black and white drawing. There's a party going on. Is this gonna be the? Is this gonna be like the the walking in meme where you can't explain <laughs> it? No, 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 no. You know there's black and white. Wait, what's drawing. that meme called again? Teresa May dance. <laughs> <laughs> And so there's a party and there's people talking and dancing. There's a guy in the corner. Oh, yes. You know this? Yes. Yeah. They don't don't even know my whatever. They don't even know how funny this pod is. Oh. Wait, I don't don't know that pod. It's it's like it's from incel culture. And it's like (laughs) that's how Zach knows it. (laughs) And it's like, you know, it's like, you know, like the little rate. It's like the incel drawings on MS Paint they would do. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it like is like the yeah. neck beard guy yeah. yeah 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 i got i got one i got one this one's uh this is bugs bunny back to the old man okay. all right oh, oh badass bugs yeah uh forgive me series finale fans uh it's time to go record a podcast where i interview other comics about the process <laughs> back to the old me <laughs> Ooh, how about this how about this <laughs> girl um, trying kombucha ready what's this i one? don't remember this you one. know what the girl Trying kombucha. Oh, this is. Oh, this is. The, it's it's a variation Drake. Yeah, okay. she her, she doesn't like it very much, and then she kind of oh, yeah, up, yeah. and then she doesn't like it again. Okay, her her sour, sad looking face. Mm-hmm. Omar Mateen, the first time he comes up in the pod <laughs> universe. <laughs> <laughs> then Omar Mateen, the three hundred fifty eighth <laughs> time he comes up in the pod. That's, Ooh, that's good. good. That's good. Um. Uh, Okay, oh, ready? Joe, okay, Joe Biden in the Ford F-150 Lightning. Talk, and the F-150 Lightning, and on it it says series finale podcast. Joe Biden, this sucker really ends. <laughs> I got one. This is um, this is, uh, this is a, a Billions one. All right, okay. sweating superhero. Um, first button. It, having the they person. Mm-hmm. Explain how they feel to the woman about maybe not leaving the company and just expressing herself and yes. telling her, hey, maybe <laughs> this company won't work for you. Other button option, use a reference to Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, some billion. Oh, you can some billion. One, billion. Oh, I got one. I won. Yeah. Um, Drake pushing away. Yes. But Drake is Photoshopped to have Paul Giamatti. Okay. Drake pushing away, but it's Paul Giamatti. Right. Slice of cake. Drake pointing and smiling. <laughs> Stick of celery. <laughs> there you go. Ants on a hill. Or ants on a farm. Ants on a log. Celery with peanut butter and raisins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that one where, like, the astronaut raisins is shooting gross. people in the back of the head and then, like, Eric Andre? It always, well, it al- uh, always has been. Always has been. Always has been. Does this make sense? Johnny Damon going to the Yankees. <laughs> Then the next guy shooting the astronaut, Adele becoming skinny. Then, 
skinny Paul Giamatti <laughs> comes in and shoots Adele. It's about like traders. You like Johnny okay. Damon oh. is a traitor, Adele's a traitor, Paul oh, yeah. Giamatti traitor. I got one. Um Bobby wait. Bobby Hill? What's Bobby Axelrod's name? Oh, Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis is Damien Lewis's wife pushing away. <laughs> <laughs> watching another episode of Billions. <laughs> David Williams' wife pointing smiling, dying of cancer. <laughs> that is a spicy meme. <laughs> that's a really spicy one. <laughs> is that no good? Ooh, no, no, I think that's good. Um, okay, how about this? Um, juicy hands. Juicy hands. Juicy Rachel hands, Juicy hands behind the tree, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> And he's labeled as Damian Lewis about to murder his wife so he doesn't have to be on Billions anymore. Do you think he got that trick from Patton Oswalt? Oh, that's over the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, juicy hits. Zach Brazow getting ready to go into the steam room with a bunch of men beating up. Yeah, juicy hands. Zach Brazow seeing open-toed shoes on Bonnie as she's walking through Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, dude. That is a, I saw him creeping out of the bodega with the juicy ass. <laughs> um, okay, black power fist, white power fist. Oh, yes. A classic. I don't really have one for it yet. I kind of started with the meme. Well, you could do that one easily. You could do Mafi dollar bill, team up. Uh, that's, that's a good point. You know, not a gr- funny one, but it's just <laughs> to get it going. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just to get something on the board. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. The first point. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Black Power Fist series finale. Yes. Oh. White Power Fist. Nikola Tesla. Okay. What are they coming over? Being ahead of their time. Oh, that's Damn. very poignant. Meme. That's poignant, yeah. right? Yeah. Why do you think we're ahead of our time? Because <laughs> we just we call our shots. You know. That's a good point. Uh, all right, Larry. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I've got, got a new meme. I got, I got black, a new I got meme. Black. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get this meme. <laughs> All right. So this is this is going back to the roots of the meme minute where I'm just describing a photo <laughs> that doesn't even exist. You're creating your own memes. Yeah. So we're in a men's bathroom. Yes. We're in a men's bathroom. FBI agent sitting on the toilet. We, we're in the stall. Okay. I'm going to so, close my eyes. So <laughs> this. Close your eyes. So we're in the men's bathroom stall. There's an FBI agent. On the toilet, fully clothed. Okay. Then there's a toe, uh, there's a foot <laughs> tapping <laughs> from the stall next door. I can picture it. If it's if you have the backstory, it's Larry Craig's yeah. foot. So the FBI agent is <laughs> series finale <laughs> podcast. Okay. okay. Larry, Larry Craig's Craig. foot. COVID nineteen global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so the <laughs> pandemic is kind of us it's kind of it's kind of trying to tempt us into it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it it's disrupting our peace, you know. But also we capture it. Interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one, but it's it's not a bad uh, meme all things considered. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? How about this one? Um Robert Kelly in traffic. Okay. Oh. Robert Kelly stuck in traffic on the phone with who's in the phone with again? Uh, Bob Robert Bob Kraft. Kraft. Bob Kraft. <laughs> Famed human trafficker Bob Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bob, I'm stuck in traffic, so I won't be able to make it to the final episode of Serious Finale. Bob Kraft says, uh, that's okay. I traffic women. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got I got one. This is a this is a, a meme um loop. Mm-hmm. Bob Kraft picks up the phone. It's okay, Robert Kelly. We already have Robert Kelly <laughs> at home. Oh, Pan to <laughs> Bobby Kelly, you know what, dude? Oh. <laughs> hey, dude, it's me, Bobby Kelly. <laughs> Pan to Gary Goldman walking off the set of Torgasm. Oh, which we did on the Patreon. Because yeah. Alec Baldwin shot Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about um, Wandering Eye? Oh, Wandering Eye Boyfriend. Uh, okay, uh, the girlfriend is... Um, our series finale podcast. Okay. All right. We are the people next to it. We're the Wander Night yeah, Boyfriends. Yeah. What are we looking over our shoulders at? Nothing. We're not going to do <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that's poignant. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of the end. Yeah. And that was. And that I was. I feel like that's a good meme to close it out. Yeah. That was meme ten minutes. This is a ten minute meme minute. Yeah. That was a good meme minute though. That was, was a good was meme a good minute. Meme. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. that was good. That's the other fun part about the podcast is how we just build ourselves up. We do. It's it's about positivity. <laughs> it really is. Not yeah. sex positivity, but humor positivity. All the best shows talk about how good the shows are when they're <laughs> making them. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when I was watching Dunkirk at one point, one of the actors, Tom Hardy, looks at the camera and goes, this is a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is, um, who's one TV star that you would have loved to have met in real life on the show? Not You can't Ooh. go do Bonnie. Dennis Franz. <laughs> okay, what? who's Dennis Franz? His he, cheeks. <laughs> NYPD <laughs> Blue. But he w- we watched him on a different show. I forget what the show we watched. We on. watched it. Chicago. Uh, no, no. It took Mount place Story in Chicago. Blues or yeah, something. Yeah. Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. Blues. That's yeah. where we watched Dennis Franz. Franz's cheeks. <laughs> we love Franz's <laughs> cheeks. That's a good question. Who do I've loved to to have interviewed or talked to? We did have an amazing interview at one point. That's true, for, with one of the stars of Kid Nation. Kid Nation, Laura McGough. Yeah, Laura we did. Who was a sweetheart, yes. and I still follow her. And, you know, she had a wonderful she, post about she might her, be listening now. her identity, her sexual identity, and it was really beautiful. That's great. Yeah, we're fa- Go follow Laura. Yeah, say, go follow Laura McGough from Kid Nation. And spam her inbox with series finale memes. <laughs> oh, I have to th- I, you have to come up with one first, because i got to think who, who, who would I want to do. I mean, Boo Boo, Honey Boobs. That would I be mean, we're probably going to see Mama June tonight at the casino. <laughs> she, she, loved lived, <laughs> she lived the casino lifestyle. <laughs> she loved the casino lifestyle. <laughs> what would you do if you saw Mama June tonight? I would um, I would bust out one of the tires on her rascal scooter. Would you Would you rent a second room at the Groton, Connecticut, Wyndham <laughs> Bayview? Uh, no, nah, dude, it's a bachelor party. She should she could come in here. I would watch. <laughs> Well, John Pollard smoke crack. Didn't she uh, lose a bunch of weight, Mama Jan? She did. She's a traitor. Yeah, yeah, she's another traitor. She still looks pretty rough. <laughs> um, I don't know. Honey Boo Boo would have been cool. I mean, dude. I know who I would want to meet yeah. from. Uh, from we did the Patreon episode of uh, Hannibal, and I kept talking about how Mads Mickelson was quote unquote otherworldly. <laughs> I could talk to Mads Mickelson. Which one was Mads Mickelson? He was played Hannibal Lecter. Oh, in the you Hannibal loved show. him so much. I was, was like sucking him off. What about crazy. Jude Law? We didn't watch him in anything. Yeah, we did. What did we watch, man? Smoking Young Pope. 
Oh, oh we I love, love the smoking. I boat. love smoking. They really should have just changed the. T- they the, they should have made another season. And they should have focused on the Pope buying ri- cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> on the Pope buying untaxed cigarettes and cash from his favorite <laughs> bodegas. <laughs> he say, he keeps buying. He goes. He keeps saying like, "Listen, I'm I'm gonna quit, so I'm not gonna buy a full pack. I'll just take like three. <laughs> and they're like, "Dude." You won't accept Allah. And he's like, Habibi, please. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, freaking Dance Moms Lady? Abby Lee Miller. We loved Abby Lee Miller. They definitely, yeah. When, she's, when she was insulted during the dance recital and then they were like, where are you going? She, they were like, Baskin Robbins. <laughs> I'm going to Baskin Robbins. Just backing up without looking once. That, that was, was so funny. So fucking funny. That was funny, yeah. yeah. That was a great moment in the show. Yeah. We love Abby Lee. We stand with her. We do love Abby Lee. Even though she can't stand. Uh, and we love our listeners. We do. We do. Um, I guess it's probably time. Time for a little role play. Time for a little role play. And a Deepak Chopra. And a and Deepak, Deepak Chopra. Something right. that you liked about the, the Deepak show. Deepak Chopra was not beloved by the fans, but... Really? I think people were like, what does it even it's mean? It's about positivity. Though, yeah, you know? yeah. We were a positive pod, and we will remain to be one, right? So, what's your Deepak Chopra moment of... The season podcast and the series finale, season finale to Billions. I mean, of the season finale for Billions, Corey Stoll was very handsome in this episode, and he did well. So the redemption arc of Corey Stoll. Mm. <laughs> but I want to talk about someone who was not redeemed in this pod, and that's Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> <laughs> we hate the creator Bobby of vinyl. Of vinyl, and vinyl <laughs> was so bad it did ruin his career. <laughs> I think you're right about you're that. You're ruining Deepak Chopra this moment right yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? You know what my Deepak Chopra of the the pot is? Please. Sometimes we can be negative but in a positive way. Sure. You know, harnessing my 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 disgust for Bobby Cannavale's <laughs> performance in Divinal into a positive creative output. Yeah. I feel that we're critics in the way that like <laughs> Roger Ebert was a critic, <laughs> where the criticism itself becomes it, art. Yeah, you know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. I think people will look back at series finale and think that way. Yeah, <laughs> Siskel and Ebert, we were right <laughs> out there with them. <laughs> My Deepak Chopra moment for this episode of uh, of Billions is uh, it's. I guess it's gonna have to be. Um, it's gonna. Ha- oh, you know what it was? My. Uh, my my favorite moment in this episode was um when they go to meet uh Bobby Axelrod and he doesn't get off the helicopter. Um one person who seems particularly devastated is Wendy and Paul Giamatti comes over and kind of like rubs it in her face a little I like bit. He's a little too. vindictive right. towards her. He takes I a like. poop out of his head and rubs it in her face. It's <laughs> kind of a it caps it, you yeah. know? Yes. Uh, I like that moment in the show where Paul Giamatti, I wanted him to be like, oh, by the way, I'm fucking skinny now, bitch. (laughs) And then he walks away. Uh, My series, my Deepak Chopra moment for uh, the podcast is just, um, let's see. Uh, It really, uh, it was so fun to to try out all these different comedic things in the podcast. Like hearing your guys' like writing assignments and trying out different ways we could get into sexual activity in the role plays has <laughs> been a lot of fun so it's been a great podcast yeah. run yes i think uh my deepak Chopra moment for billions would be um i mean it's tough because that show sucks but it's cool to see dan soder in it I'm it's just like, wow. very cool dude yeah and then my deepak Chopra moment for the podcast would be um 
you know, I was always already pretty damn close with Zach by the time the podcast started. But uh, my friendship with John Paul has jo- jumped leaps and bounds. Now we're, the pod. we're way better friends than you and Zach. Yeah, by yeah, yeah. Times. I mean, I, I hate Zach. We're going to push the beds together and make a super bed. <laughs> yeah, that is a possibility. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it might be fucked over. It, we, the people who did like the pod loved it. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, let's do a gay ass role play. Let's do it. I'll be um, they. Taylor? You'll be Taylor Mason. Uh, be ta- I, you know the disrespect. <laughs> no, it's not. No. no, it's not. I'm literally using their pronouns. But you, I don't call you he. <laughs> you would though if you didn't know this, my name. This is a this is a classic z- z- t- uh, serious family moment where Zach is admonishing Jack over something. Yeah, but then we'll probably do the same thing in about yeah, four yeah. to five minutes. <laughs> yes, I forget what I d- I did that so a few times. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, who can I be? I'll be. I'll be Wendy. You'll Ooh, be Wendy? Naughty boy. I will be Kevin Federline. <laughs> All right. Cl- classic Zach move. Yeah. Left left fielder. <laughs> like when he was the motorcycle. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. I believe motorcycle was... He, there's been multiple role plays where he's been like, I'll play a character that doesn't, that cannot speak. <laughs> was it, He was the bra once or was I the bra? I think I was the bra in a... Yeah, that was uh, Mad Men. Yeah, the lucky bra. Yeah. Hey, Wendy, what's up? Well, um, Kevin, uh, you hired me to uh, coach you on your backup dancing. I, I got to tell you, as uh, your sort of psychological coach for backup dancing, you're you need a lot of work. Why? Well, it seems clear to me from like your movements and your weight that you're not really focused on. I think you might need to eliminate some distractions from your life, like your relationship with Taylor is probably distracting you from. You're back up. You're dancing. You're right, Taylor. How do? What do you have to say about this? Well, as they say in, is that you? Baseball. Is that what you say? No, as they say in baseball, as three strikes, you're out. <laughs> so think about that yeah, when you're thinking about Wendy. this. Hmm. Have you thought about how you had three strikes? And under the Clinton administration, that means you'd be in jail <laughs> for life right now, it's Kevin. I don't know why you always take these shots at, at Bill Clinton. Because he's a freaking pervert, dude. <laughs> uh, it per- uh, perverts. Do you ever think about maybe leaving Taylor and getting back with Brittany? That's why I wanted to bring you here today. What do you like to suck on me? Brittany? <laughs> 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 or Kevin? <laughs> what I wanted to talk to you about is I wanted you to get your husband to represent me, to make me... I brought you here. I brought you to this meeting with Wendy so that we could talk about our sexual problems. I'm disgusted by you, (laughs) dude. You know, and and, and, it's they, no, dude. It's dude. It's it's not dude. I would, you know, Kevin. Kevin calls a lot of people. I call everybody, dude. Yeah, but he also called me ugly. And how the fuck are we supposed to have sex if he thinks I'm ugly? I don't want to have sex with you. And also, (laughs) ugliness has never stopped two people from having sex. Bill Clinton was railing Hillary for five decades. <laughs> Not what I heard. Whoa. According to Acquire, she was never banging him. And she was slept with a woman in the office next door. There's clearly some... So we have a long way to go to bridge this gap. Yeah. So the first thing I think we should all do is probably strip down to, nu- to the nude. How um, will that help, <laughs> Wendy? We'll lower our defenses. Okay. But it, it will raise the temperature of this room <laughs> just based on our body heat compared to the 68 I heard different 
You heard different? I heard different. Kevin, I just don't think it's going to work with you and I because your penis is really no, I small. I, that's, I, I broke up with you. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's I did. You're a small brain. You can't even understand Wendy, that. didn't you hear me break up with this hoe? <laughs> what? As a as a therapist, it's really not my job. To t- it's really part of my job is that I don't sort of take a side. Wendy, you're way. not a therapist. You're a therapist the way Doctor Oz is a doctor. Get a grip. Yeah, and your jugs you're are out right now. <laughs> your big jugs. That's because I'm trying to break down barriers and break down walls and help you. Get help you could smash a wall with those jugs <laughs> if you threw them up against it. Well, you don't have much going on up top, Taylor. Maybe that's one of the reasons this isn't working out. Have you thought about enhancement surgery? But then I would be very noticeably a different gender. Not really. Have you seen Bill Belichick? Okay, cool <laughs> it, cool <laughs> it, cool it. Bill, uh, I have. He reminds me of the greatest chess players in the world. Chess players? Chess. <laughs> I'm one of the greatest chess players in the world. You'd how about you each come find out how it is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, d- your nipples are long. Thank you. <laughs> All right, what do you give the show billions? Uh, I give it a zero. A rehashing of old plots in old devices, nothing new. Corey Stoll was good, and that's a a shock, but it's a zero. Oh, man. I'm going to have to give... I'll have to give this a... I'll have to give this a four. It's better than season five, episode one, but it is way worse than, like, season two, episode three. Mm-hmm. And I'll give the show a two. It's just really boring and stupid. And what do you give the series finale? The podcast? The series podcast. finale podcast? Ten. <laughs> I'll g- um, I won't go with ten. I'll go with nine. I think we're pretty good. We ha- we've definitely had our off times. I That's mean, out of respect to Herman Cain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Colin Powell. Hey, Colin. R.I.P. Yeah. Colin Powell. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Jed. I think Colin Powell is Jed. probably even referenced in this podcast. Yeah, probably. probably rest in peace, Brian Landry. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 No one who brings dishonor to the van lifestyle can be RIP'd. That's a good point. You rest in piss if you dishonor van lifestyle. Wendy just standing over him right now. <laughs> All right. Good night, America. Well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We truly appreciate everybody who's ever listened. Uh, and if you're listening now, thank you so much. It's been a great ride. I'm going to really miss it when it's gone. So I'll probably... Look, keep an eye out my socials. I gotta I'll come up with some other TV thing to do. Tell a friend. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>